to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David, alongside our very own Pastor John Matthews and Pastor Mike Jones. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Amen. Amen. I'm going to start over to my left. How are we doing uh, this day, uh, Pastor Mike? Good, good, good. Anything exciting? Anything you want to quick share with, uh, with our listeners? Uh, no, I think I'm all gravy. Amen. Ready to jump into this lesson. Amen. I will say this. If you're not a part of our Sunday school lesson, uh, definitely go to our website. Amen. So you can get the information to jump on. We had a great uh, session this morning uh, led by our Pastor Mike. Uh, Definitely want everybody to take advantage of our Sunday school every day at 930 for adults and teens. So definitely take advantage of that. Pastor Matthews, long day today, huh? Well, long weekend. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, man, we got some good news coming up, uh, possibly uh, uh, on Easter, if you want to share Easter. a little bit. A little bit of light. Yeah, well, Easter will be under the big tent uh, at Lake Vista, uh, down on 62nd Avenue and 16th Street South here in St. Petersburg. But uh, we'll have a... Uh, early morning service, bringing all of the family in at 8.30. Uh, be outside so that it can be safe. And hope everyone will come with their mask and enjoy worship and fellowship. <laughs> amen. And, amen. Amen. We will be socially distanced. So. No doubt about it. Amen. Amen. Um, Pastor Mike, if you want to go ahead and just open us up in prayer real quick. Uh, amen. Father God, we just thank you. For this opportunity to spend more time in your word, Lord, Lord, we ask that you would govern and guard and guide the hearts and minds of these three individuals here tonight, Lord. Lord, send down an anointing that makes teaching easy. And with that same anointing, send down an anointing that makes learning easy for our listeners who will hear this word. Lord, make it so plain that they can make clear application to their lives. So they can experience genuine transformation. And it's in Christ's authority I pray. Amen. 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 So on uh, last Thursday, uh, Pastor and I had the privilege of bringing the uh, talking about the podcast on are we going deep enough coming from Ephesians chapter four uh, verses 11 through 15. And uh, today we want to kind of continue that journey. This is our part two. Uh, and we're titling it our, you know, are you compromising for the common good? Are you compromising for the common good? Uh, so with that, Pastor, uh, go ahead and uh, kind of bring us up to speed on, on what's going on and where, where are we heading with this? Yeah, well, well when, you, when you look at the passage and uh, you, you think about how Paul said in his letter to the Ephesians that, that God had given. Uh, these gifted uh, men and women of God to to help build up the body and to prepare them to do the work. Uh, and the work was to, to do ministry and to, to help not just bring the saints of God in, 
but to cause them to to grow, to help them to be disciple. And it had an end goal until they reached a level of maturity that was like Christ. Amen. Uh, so they would uh, uh, be the loving individuals that that were literally mirrors of, of God, and and this would keep them from uh, just being uh, just hate for the devil, uh, being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. So what it was talking about is helping uh, these the uh, gifted ones, the leaders, helping each and every Christian to come to a point in their maturity so they were able to help uh, make disciples. And, and then those disciples, of course, would be able to, to make other disciples. And that's a lot of what needs to happen now. Um, and th- the current culture has just kind of gotten off track with the with discipleship yeah and it, it too much of discipleship is about you know uh putting cheeks in the seats <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you know just you know i mean uh i you know i need to get the the budget right and so i need you know x number of people flowing through the dough and dropping the dollar and you know and that was never what this is about and and god will provide but what we need to provide is what what's most important and we we need to make disciples matthew twenty nineteen and twenty we need to they, they need to get saved baptized and then as we have been taught as jesus said in, in verse uh, twenty we need to make disciples and, yes. and 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 make quality disciples i think that's why it's so crucial with the roles of, of people in the, in the position uh, of especially pastoral uh, to know that you are called for that position because you will be held accountable for everything that you do or don't do. And, it, and it's critical for us to uh, make sure that uh, for those that are in leadership, that the ones that are leading us, making sure that they are, in a position of accountability. Well, I think uh, uh, Pastor Mike said something about the attitude concerning leaders in discipleship that that, that really struck home with my heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, how, how exactly did you say it, Pastor? Um, you know, with the with the fellowship. You know, speaking about the fellowship or the ones that we we're assigned to uh, to make disciples out of and to bring it through the maturity process, the attitude of those individuals who we're training and nurturing is going to be a reflection on, of the leadership. Mm-hmm. Attitude reflects leadership. Mm-hmm. So if the attitude is bad on the fellowship, check the leadership. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I, I like what one author said, uh, everything rises and falls. On leadership. On leadership. Mm-hmm. Everything. And that's that's what... That statement covers a gambit. It's almost universal because it covers the secular and the divine. Yeah, it, it's the, the principle. principle. Yeah. The principle does absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And but, so, so God, so God is a good leader. God is a good leader, and He's chosen people with the ability to be good leaders. Mm-hmm. And and he even knows where they will be good leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, where in the 
where the organism and the organization where where he he's equipped them for a place that he's called them to to lead. But you still have to go go to that place to do the job. You do. Yeah. And when when discipleship is done God's way, it produces disciples that make disciples. It 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 produces those that are mature and victorious. It produces those that are just the embodiment of love. It it, it reproduces, in a sense, uh, to a level. It reproduces Jesus, and that's got to be the golden aim. Mm-hmm. Because in my experience, if you if you build the disciples, you you, you don't even have to worry about the dollar portion. That, you don't. That that you know that'll take, take care, care of itself, mm-hmm. right? And uh, because, if you, in other words, if, if you plant a tree and you take care of the, the tree, you keep it healthy. Mm-hmm. If it's a fruit tree, there will be fruit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah but but if you if, if you uh, neglect some parts of the care, then you can expect there to be some dysfunction in what it's supposed to do and produce. And you'll either get bad fruit or no fruit at all. You know, it's funny how. You know, a lot of corporations, good corporations, understand that principle. Mm-hmm. And the ones that do obviously have great success. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when, they, when they begin to focus on uh, bringing in employees, uh, every corporation has a culture that they want to establish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if they're leadership-driven, focused on, you know, dis- uh, discipling them, to understand and, and their culture, then they'll get the results that they're looking for mm-hmm. based on that little uh, that 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 section. And well, I, I bring that up. The only reason why I bring that up because the company I work for, especially if you're in a high level leadership position, mm-hmm. they have an academy that you have to go through before you can actually go out into the field. And yeah. It's about six weeks long. Mm-hmm. And preparation. They they want to prepare you. Uh, before you start going out there and dealing with the regular work, you know, the workers that are already been there established to help the company grow. Mm-hmm. Well, God has an academy. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a part of the, the local body of Christ, and he sets the standard. It's our, it's our going back to the original and, and working to, to maintain and to foster that strategy uh, is where we got to go. Mm-hmm. The world, uh, the the culture, uh, the enemy uses that as his strategy to pull us off of to distract, to distract, mm-hmm. uh, deflect, to, mm-hmm. to 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 hinder, to hamper. That's that's what his job is. Yep. And, and we've got to be so so focused, our eyes so on the prize. I, I, but really, I, I so in the word and our knees so on the floor until yeah. we don't let uh, uh, his game win. Well, that's what I was about to say about um, you, you brought up academy. And, you know, every academy has a curriculum. Mm-hmm. You know, and the curriculum has to be abided by, you know, uh, strictly. Mm-hmm. Because the curriculum takes you from where you're not to where you ought to be. Correct. So Christ has given us a curriculum for his academy. Amen. I love that. I love that. And you know, and, and the, uh, the scripture mm-hmm. is our curriculum. 
Exactly. And but now, as as we well know, uh, in a secular sense, you know, te- not every teacher is, you know, uh, knows how to use the curriculum in the best way as a tool. Amen. But that shouldn't be in the body of Christ. Exactly. You know, because we not only have the information. But we have his spirit within us, the course correct, and make we make sure that we stay on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so for me, uh, just in in my upbringing, uh, the guy that that really poured into me in in my first informative years, uh, he spent countless hours in the Word. Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally his Bible was literally his pillow. You know, he had a, this big, thick world Bible, and when he, you know, he most times he was in the closet, you know, and he was in there praying, and he would go to sleep, and when he would get tired, he just fold his Bible, put a mark in there where he was, and just literally the, the Bible was his pillow. Mm. And he wake right back up. You 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 see him in the morning. He he done pull it from under his head, and he's right back in it. Yeah, but he wasn't just trying to. To get information, he was also the Bible says, uh, "Knowledge is the principal thing, but with all that getting, get an understanding." Yeah, and he was trying to get that understanding on a daily basis to lead the people that Mm -hmm. God had Mm -hmm. put him in charge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, had given him responsibility for. And and then the other thing I saw him do was sit under other good teachers. Mm-hmm. I saw him read books, you know, mm-hmm. about teaching, yep. you know, because he was trying to sharpen the skill mm-hmm. so that uh, he, you know, he was, it's like a, a doctor. He, he wasn't just sitting there with a the scalpel, but he had a, he didn't have a dull blade. Exactly. You know, and, it, but he knew what to do and he had the right tools to do it with. Mm-hmm. It, it seems to me that that level of care and concern about disciple making needs to be improved. Uh, almost rediscovered or dredged up. It's almost has been buried mm-hmm. in all the bureaucracy that we've created in what we call church today. Yes. You know, what we call church today, probably, you know, well, that's why Christ is coming again. Amen. Because we've made such a mess out of what he has ordained mm-hmm. that he said, I got to come back again and <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to fix this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I look at it uh, when he was addressing the seven uh, churches, churches of Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess, you know, the first church that came to my mind was um, the church that lost its first love. Mm-hmm. Um, was- yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the state that a lot of churches are in right now. Mm-hmm. And some of them go through phases of the different seven churches. Yes. Um, but if, if you don't have that love, that passion, that desire, or the word of God says, if you don't hunger and thirst after my righteousness, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the discipleship piece is not going to be there. Right, you know, you're gonna have almost like what the Bible says, a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Yeah, no power, and and that's where you know, and then people will look, the world will look at it, 
like you know what's attracting to that what why why should i be a part of that exactly yes and not seeing you know the glory of god and how god is moving and delivering and healing and setting free and uh you know causing all these things to be manifested in our well lives. when we go back to the first church uh when when pre peter got up uh and all the people were outside and he, and he began to bring the word Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't shy away from dealing with some tough stuff in that message. Yeah, but he did it out of love, and he did it in the authority of Christ. And and he, but he was very skillful with the word, mm-hmm. and, and it brought the people to a point of brokenness that thousands, literally thousands, mm-hmm. gave their lives to Jesus Christ on the spot. Mm-hmm. Amen. We we've got to return to that, and but then. We see in the next chapter, they immediately start meeting house to house and, you know, having the fellowship and the worship and becoming the community. Yeah. Uh, which it was a community that continued to re because it says that daily they grew, they grew that mm-hmm. daily people came to Christ. Yeah. You know, so there was some form and fashion of ministry going on every day, which means they had developed it into a ministry was a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It wasn't a, a, a one one day a week, two hour event. Mm-hmm. And 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 we got to get back to uh, the lifestyle of a believer, uh, the, in the way that God would have it to be. We've got to inform people of it. We've got to encourage people to do it. Uh, we we got the course correct like they did in Revelations when they get off from it. So that we we, but but we got to grow the church in the solid in the uh, solidity and solidness, mm-hmm. in knowing and walking in Christ. That's one of the things that's so important in discipleship, setting a proper expectation of, of, of you, they need people need to know who God is. Amen. Mm-hmm. But as a disciple, what does God want? What does He require? I, I, one of my favorite passages in the Bible. Now, you know, I got a couple of them, but Acts chapter nine. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think about the Apostle Paul, he had been discipled in the church, mm-hmm. but so so incorrectly that he literally was persecuting the Savior. He was persecuting Christ mm-hmm. because of his bad. I mean, he was had been very skillfully disciple, yeah. mm-hmm. but but with a, with a wrong understanding. But but when he got the right understanding, yes, when he met Jesus on the Master's road, he's like, "Well, what do you want me to do? You know, I, I've been going the wrong way." All right, so apparently I need to go in a different direction. <laughs> and, and he asked Jesus, what do you want me to do now? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, after he went over to, um, uh, what's his name? Ananias. No, actually Ananias came to him. To him. To him. And, go and, ahead. And he prayed uh, and, and God gave him a sight back. But there's a period of time where Paul was in Arabia, mm-hmm. you know, Getting to have know that getting to build that relationship with God, kind of almost lining up with what you were talking about oh, Moses. with Moses. Mm-hmm. He was establishing that relationship and sort of uh, unlearning to learn, correct, mm-hmm. what God really want him his mission to be about. Mm-hmm. Letting us know that you know 
obviously this thing is a lifelong journey. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, we, we, we live in a society today, especially this day and age, uh, where it's an instamatic, you know, I want... You know, I want to put it in for two minutes and 30 seconds, pop it out. You can't Boom. microwave discipleship. Yeah, we trying to. You know, you can't add water and all of a sudden, you know, it fluff up like oatmeal. No. Mm-hmm. No. No, this is this is a um, a, a daily watering and, and nurturing. Amen. Until, it, uh, like it's you said, a process. 11, 11 o'clock on Saturday. That's yeah. when discipleship ends. Yeah. But, you, but you know something crazy about the microwave? You know, most of us sitting around this table know what a good home-cooked meal is. Oh, yeah. But I know young people who don't know what a good home-cooked meal is. Yes. All they know is microwave food. Yes. And they've literally been raised on microwave. That's the church age today. Microwave and McDonald's. That's it. Yeah. Instant gratification food. Yes. And so we, we have systematically developed this church culture that we see now. Yes. Yeah. We, the, the culture has compromised yes. for the good of uh, complacency and uh, ease of use. No and, doubt. And there needs to be a systematic shift of, yeah. from that back to the right thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, that, that was one of the things I always remember about my grandmother when she was uh, staying with me at the time. She came down uh, from actually from North Carolina, moved down to, uh, I'm sorry, she came from Puerto Rico to stay with me in my uh, my little two bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. spoiled the mess out of me. Worst thing that could have ever happened. <laughs> but she would, uh, you know, when I would get up in the morning, she would she would have breakfast made. Mm-hmm. But while she was fixing me breakfast, I could smell lunch or dinner already started because she Next knew meal. it took time yeah. to mm-hmm. get that prepared that it wasn't mm-hmm. going to be mm-hmm. done. Yeah, you know, and, and that's you know the kind of mindset that she had that it took. To prepare her daily, you know, her daily routine or work, mm-hmm. we don't have that today. We want uh, an instamatic message, you know, one, two, three points, get it out. All right, good word. Let me get out of here. We don't want to spend time studying to show ourselves approved. Uh, we don't want to spend the time with God to understand what His perfect will is for us. Uh, we we want to do things quickly because we feel. Uh, one, either time's not on our side or I'm missing out on something, uh, uh, you know, or most people just don't care as long as I get them in the church. That's all that matters. You know, I want to grow. So I'm just going to give them enough to, to kind of whet their appetite. Mm-hmm. I'm going to scratch their itching ears. And uh, so we don't want to take that time to prepare uh, and, and to make the sacrifice uh, like you brought up this morning, presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice Holy and acceptable to him. And and the need to make that change, that turn, that shift is 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 so critical. It's gotta be done now. Yes. It's gotta be done now. Mm-hmm. Because any delay is death for someone that doesn't get what they need. And we, we've got to care so much for people that we've got to, you know, get on the job. We, like you said, your grandma, we know it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. So we need to start now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what she understood. You know, if I'm going to have this ready this afternoon, <laughs> you know, uh, if I want it ready before tomorrow, mm-hmm. got to do it now. 
and that's what what I sense and feel every day. I get up when I go to bed, but when I get up, I get up thinking about what I need to do today, what God wants me to do today to advance the kingdom, to win a soul, to make a disciple, to, to, to help someone get out of a ditch that they're in, uh, mentally, or emotionally, uh, or, 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 or the spiritual bondage. What is my assignment today to advance the kingdom? That's, that, that's, that's, that's what keeps me up. That's what keeps me going. That's what wakes me up. You know, I, that's my purpose. And it, it, yes, do I, do I have the laundry and, you know, are there other things that need to be done? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually go to the dry cleaners. I'll find out that work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but we got to get serious about this because in, any slack, any neglect, any light is gonna cause death, and and not just a temporal death, an eternal death. We, we're gonna leave some people in a position that they won't make it in. And I, I just don't want to be a part of that. I, I I just a soul saved, each and every one. They're all precious, mm-hmm. and we need to be about our Father's business. And what discipleship does. Is is help to develop that same heart, that same mind in others. Yeah, that's what I want to be a part of. That's that's how I want to help. That's that's what what I want to do to contribute to to the world and the world to come every day. And I sense too, you know, with that same passion, that if God is not opening up a a, a door for me to convey this message to the masses, right? I don't look down, you know, we shouldn't look down on the one soul he gave us an opportunity Amen. to transform. Amen. And sometimes, I know, I never forget you said this a long time ago. I never forgot this. Never substitute quality for quantity. For quantity. Amen. Ever. You said that, I just, I, I actually applied that to business. Okay. <laughs> But you know, I understand where you wanted me to apply. It's okay. Coming, it's it, well, com- again, it's a principle. Exactly. It's coming around to the to the uh, yeah, eternal, yeah, yeah, eternal perspective. <laughs> yeah. But I applied it to my business first, which I saw great reward mm-hmm. in shifting my mind. Oh, it works exactly. Yes. But in the spiritual realm, being able because somebody had to minister to uh, Billy Graham. Yes. Somebody had to minister to or whatever, however you feel about have him. You ever, have you ever read that story about who ministered to him? You told us about it. And who ministered to the guy that ministered, ministered to him? him. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's not the masses that you touch. It's the one person that's going to affect the masses. Yes. Amen. So just do the assignment. I'm just talking to me. Amen. Because I get I get frustrated sometimes with individuals that God put in my path. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm trying. Well, to, it's a test. It is. You know, I mean, be. Let me see if he'll be faithful over uh, a, a few. few souls. Yes. That I can graduate yeah. the yeah the work with a few few extras. Uh huh. It's, yeah. it's definitely a challenge. It's a mm-hmm. mindset. It's 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 but, no different than being a parent. And, and let me say this: it has to do with capacity. It is. Mm-hmm. See the the depth of your heart. Increases your capacity. Mm-hmm. 
the the more you love God, the more you love the people of God. It it it, it gives you some 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 depth and breadth. To, you you desire to 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 reach more and to give more and to and to do more. I mean, it 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 helps you to open yourself up to that capacity yeah. that you really have on the inside of you. Well, you don't, you know, we discovered that it was a couple of um, couple of uh, Bible studies ago, but we talked about not setting your capacity, allowing yourself to discover. What God has made your capacity. There you go. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> because yeah. you know, I say, hey, I'm a I'm, I'm a 2500, you know, pickup truck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, mm-hmm. God said, no, you a four thousand. Yeah. You can carry, you know, yeah. a load of load of trash yeah. and the equipment behind it. Yes. Well, if, if, I mean, if you think about it, especially going back to this morning's message, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously Moses' capacity levels over a million people. Yeah, a couple of me, couple of me, a couple million. So think about now. I want you to think about this piece. Mm. You know what happened when he went up to the mountain, and he left some people with less capacity. <laughs> yes, but you, uh, but again, why they have less capacity because of their heart, mm-hmm. and it, and where their heart showed that uh, it didn't didn't have the capacity is they're down there making a golden gal. Exactly. Yeah. The heart that made the golden cab was not a heart that was going to lead people to to a closer walk with God. And it's also rooted in the intimate time we spent, you know, spend it with God. Yes, you know, because Moses spent intimate time with God. Yes, therefore his capacity was the great. relationship developed that. Yes, yes, and and so the the leader had again. It starts with the leader. Amen. Having that that heart set, that that mindset. And, and that passion and then making that thing almost infectious so that others get it and and he reproduces she repro- themselves and then they reproduce and it keeps going mm-hmm. and, that, and you know one thing that I like too with Moses you know I, he had the relationship piece but one of the things that God used in his or persons that God used in his life to help him was his father-in-law mm-hmm. Jethro to give him the wisdom and the knowledge of how to handle certain things. Well, yeah. God will send who He'll send who you need, what you need, when you need. Amen. Yeah. He'll, st- he'll staff your weaknesses. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for instance, with with uh, with, with uh, Paul, mm-hmm. you know, he had uh, Ananias spent some time with the disciples. Then he he went. Oh, uh, into Arabia, but when when it was time, Barnabas went and got him mm-hmm. and, and brought him to uh, Antioch. And okay, we got to go to work here. You 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 at a place that you can be used to to be a help here. Yeah. And then after he gone to a certain point there, God said, "Okay, separate me, Paul and Barnabas, for the next level of work that I have to do." They were teaching and doing ministry in in Antioch. But but that was just training wheels for the missionary journeys that they would take, mm-hmm. you know, into mm-hmm. what is now Greece, but in, you know, into into Asia, yes, Asia Minor, and they they went there and, and planted churches and yes. went several times and did a great work. Hmm. So, I I just think we need to uh, ask God to increase our heart set toward him our mindset toward him 
and get serious, real serious about people going to, growing to their capacity, discovering, as you said, what it is that, that, that God has for them to do and to, to what level they can do it. Because yeah. I can tell you about my journey. It's, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I remember growing up thinking about, you know, will I play baseball? Will I play football? Yeah, I, you know, I had a short-sighted vision because, you know, I'd only had so much exposure. Yeah. But now that I've been exposed to Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. now that I've met him and experienced his love, now, now my, my, my sights and my focus are, are you know, are at another realm. His past, yes, are there are temporal things that you you have to take care of. Mm-hmm. But only what you do for Christ is really going to last. Yeah, man. You know, I, uh, I, I find it interesting how you bring the part of your youth up. When we look at Jesus... He already at the age of 12 was about his father's business. Yes. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, one thing to take away from that is age doesn't matter. Yes. Discipleship starts. It starts. It, it, truth be told, it starts from the womb. Yeah, I call it pre-discipleship, <laughs> you know. So so that means it's important for for parents. I was going to say you in the house now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every age, equal opportunity. Yeah. You know, for for the parents to to create that culture for that child. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can tell you, you know, just being transparent with myself, you know, I've I've fallen short in that area a lot. Mm-hmm. And and now, you know, uh, as the Lord graces me to try to course correct, mm-hmm. you know, take take me off crooked, put me back on straight street with that mm-hmm. particular mm-hmm. area. It's challenging. It is a challenge. Oh yeah. Um, but by doing so, you know, you, you equip them to be better to, cha- to take on the challenge that the enemy is going to present to them. Yes, and let me tell you, and seeing your children win, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful That's whether thing. it's your natural children or, or your spiritual, spiritual children. children. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll ask you guys... Uh, Maybe a final thought or or a challenging question that you want to pose to our listeners. Well, I mean, I always start with me. You know, no God doesn't show me anybody life <laughs> to examine or to to do corrections in uh, besides myself. You know, that's where He always starts first. Mm-hmm. So you know what what Pastor Matthew's talking about tonight, you know, you have to take that seriously for yourself and do inventory in your heart and mind and have some real come to Jesus meetings. Mm-hmm. And um and I think, you know, the biggest thing that that's going on in the church and in my heart personally is these weapons of mass distractions mm-hmm. is being distracted by so much stuff that the world has to offer and um, not being about the father's business. Amen. So, Amen. I mean, I can talk, we could talk about other people, but I, I never forget this. I'm going to be quick. No. When, when I change, mm-hmm. everything around me change. Yes. My household change. Mm-hmm. 
the church I attend changed. Yes. When I change, when I make a decision to change me, everything around me changed. Amen. 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 And my encouraging word is time to make a change. <laughs> and we are the people that can do it. It's time. That's it's a song, time. Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> time to make a change. And yep, we yep. are the people that can do it. So listen, if you are listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. you can do it. You can be a better disciple. You, God wants to give you his power. God wants to reign on you, in you, and through you. That you wet the seeds of the people around you and cause them to grow. Yeah, It's time for a change. It's, it, it's time for us to, to go to our ultimate level, not to park somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's time to find out life in Christ. That's one thing that, that, that keeps me going. It's so exciting. It's such a wonderful adventure. It's tough at times, but that's part of the adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Even you know. many afflictions do not compare. Yeah. Light afflictions, excuse me. Yeah. Do not compare to the much glory we receive when we see it. Amen. Amen. Remember, you can do it. Take what we've said today as an inspiration and see yourself going to another level and to another place in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We thank God for the word of God today. We pray, amen, that it's soaking in and, and it's bringing about a level of conviction in your heart to want to draw closer to him. Uh, it's a good opportunity, as always, to examine yourself, find out, hey, am I, am I compromising for the common good? Am I settling for what's uh, just enough or am I trying to go deeper? Am I, do I want to go in the deep water with God and just let him carry me, let him keep me afloat? Uh, these are the things that we have to, you know, question ourselves with and, and seek God to understand more and grow deeper in, in, in relationship with him. You know, build that 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 three, four cold and, uh, cord and bind yourself up with him, knowing that he's going to be there with you, that he's not going to leave you, that he's not going to forsake you, that he's going to see you through all of it, all of it from start to finish, even when you don't feel it, even when you don't sense it. God is there. He's always there for you. So take this opportunity to examine, to pray, to course correct, and look at what God will do in your life. Take inventory of it. In Jesus' name, Pastor, would you close us out? God, I pray that there's a spark. Uh, Lord, a flame that that you are beginning to light and, and, and cause to flicker in souls that that have heard this podcast today. Oh God, I pray that you will fan that flame into a bright fire, God, that that will burn in hearts for you, that will burn for souls, that will that will burn to make disciples. Help us, God, to to know our our place, to find our task, and God to, to stay steady and steadfast. In doing your will. Please, Lord, while we have time, let us accomplish much for the growth of the kingdom and save souls, Lord, from sin and death. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. 
We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.